Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Survivor fans, welcome back. Season 35, episode 4. I don't like having snakes around. It's a new twist. New tribes and a new lead host. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Let it hit. Welcome in, Survivor fans. What's up, guys? We're back. It's the Mike and Mike show. We're running a two man game tonight. We don't got any ladies in the house. Nope, all gentlemen tonight. Hopefully no snakes either. <laughs> My name is Mike Rippy. You can catch me on social media. At Mike Rips. Page is out, so I'm in the hot seat. I guess I'm leading. But... My man is here. What's Introduce up? Yourself. What's up, everybody? I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. And Dom is out. So, like we said, it's just the Michael Show tonight. That's right. It's the Mike and Mike Show. We're doing it live. We're doing it real. We're doing it right now. Join us in the live chat. We're going to get involved with you guys. Um, <laughs> man, tonight's episode. Um, awesome. I feel like Paige and Dom are going to like really regret missing this episode. Because this has been the most exciting tribal we've had. This was one of the best tribals I can remember in yeah. the past three seasons, to be honest. Um, I don't know. There were a lot. I know you missed a lot of episodes last <laughs> season, but there was some great ones on Game Changers. Just saying, Michael. <laughs> so, we'll get to tribal <laughs> later, but let's start yeah. with uh, bringing it into episode four. Yep. Um, I don't like having snakes around. So, we start tonight's episode mm-hmm. with uh, the hashtag drop your buffs. Hashtag drop your buffs. And we say goodbye to the heroes, hustlers, and healers tribes yep. because it's time for uh, a game change right away. We have 15 players left and we're going to cycle them into new tribes. Yep. So, let's break that down as we start on day nine with three new tribes. We have the Levu tribe, the Soko tribe, and the Yawa tribe. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Let's just run down, like, it's, it's let's break down each uh, tribe. So we have LeVu. We had Ashley, Desi, Alan, Joe, and Devin. Yep. Um, I want initial takes on each of these tribes. And also, if you're joining us in the live chat or you're watching, let us know what you think, uh, and we will shout you out or get you involved as well. So what do you think about the way that they broke the tribes down, starting with LeVu? Well, my initial thing with LeVu is that Ashley and JP got split up. So they can't be considered a power couple anymore. So I thought that that could have been a good thing for Ashley. But then at the same time, I look at it, and she's still still on the same team with Alan. And I was like, Alan's might let her live it down. He might not. He might want to try to get rid of her before they go to the merge, if JP's still around. Because, you know, when they go to the, you know, challenges, they can see who's still around. And then also, when I saw Alan and Joe were on the same team, I was like, oh, paranoia, paranoia is going to be too much. real on this yeah, team. Those because two, those two together? Just, I, yeah, and we kind of saw that tonight, and mm-hmm. we'll get to it. We did see that tonight. Yeah. So that's the LeVu breakdown. We go to uh, a, the second new tribe, which is going to be Soko. Mm-hmm. That's Ryan, Ali, Chrissy, JP, and Rourke. Mm-hmm. Initial takeaways there. Um, I was actually glad that Chrissy and Ryan were on the same team because, the, as we saw later on in the episode, um, Ryan was able to tell her what he did for her, tried to do for her. Um, I like that Ali and Ryan are on the same team because I feel like they're going to work really closely together. So I feel like her, Ryan, and Chrissy are going to become a little closer. And I feel like JP and Rourke are going to be on the outs. 
but I guess we can talk about that in predictions. Those are just my initial thoughts. I'm hoping that's not the case because I like JP a lot. Do you really? Yeah. Well, he's actually on my fantasy team, so I mean, I should be like rooting for him, now. but I, sh- I should like him more. <laughs> shout out to James. Shout out to Eric. Thank you guys for joining us in the live chat. What's up, guys? Um, and let's, let's get to the third and final new tribe. That's mm-hmm. Yawa. That's Jessica. That's Lauren, Cole, Ben, and Mike. So yeah. one quick takeaway that I had, obviously, somehow, Jessica, Cole. They're still together. Yeah. So what are our thoughts here? Um, I was kind of hoping that all the couples would get split up. Um, so when I saw Jessica and Cole were on the same team, I was like, okay, I could deal with at least one couple being together. Um, I really felt bad for Lauren because, once again, she's on my fantasy team as well. And I thought that she was going to be on the bottom if they were going to go to Tribal. Which we find out that they don't go to tribal, nope. not to uh, ruin anything, but if you're watching us, you know that. Yeah. So um, interesting enough to me was Ben um, in- initially saying how he, uh, you know, losing Chrissy, he split from Chrissy. Yeah. So he doesn't even know anyone. He immediately is worried. It's funny how uh, it was only nine days, but it seems like you split the tribes up and everyone feels like, oh, my God, it's almost like you're totally restarting. Yeah. And some of them get super nervous, like. The whole game is restarting. But um, I think maybe it's not really like that. I mean, it's just a continuation of the game, not as like where you have to worry about starting all over again mm-hmm. and get nervous about it at least. I mean, you, I feel like it probably should be easier on day nine than on day one because you've been out there eight days to get accustomed to what's going on. And so you should have a little bit of gameplay mentality going on. It's not fresh. Like, you can use some of the advantages or disadvantages that you saw from the start and try to take that into your game at day nine. So it sometimes concerns me when they get so worried about where they are on a new tribe. I get if you lost, you know, someone that you were aligned with, but... I feel like you know that's coming. I mean, I, I feel like that's true in, in, to a certain extent. I mean, yes, you have been playing the game for eight or nine days now. You are in this game mindset. But I feel like once you go to a new tribe, if you don't know anybody on that tribe, it is like you're starting over. Like you, you like Ben, for example. Ben didn't know anybody else on his tribe. So technically, Ben is starting over. But like you said, he does have this, this game mindset. So he's not getting his feet wet. His, game, his feet are already wet. He's already swimming. Yeah, you, so. you put that really well, actually. So I agree with that, though, that... You might not have someone, so you have that little newness, but it's also, I think, easier that you've had the eight days to to get used to the the conditions, yeah. kind of what's happening. Yeah. That's that's something. And that's why we love Survivor, because they switch it up so much. And I feel like when they do things like drop your buffs or, or the merge and stuff like that, it's it's a social game, and this just challenges your social abilities to the extreme. Agreed. So... Quick question for yeah. you, and also quick question for you guys that are watching in our live chat and that watch this later. When Cody and Jessica mm-hmm. pick for the new tribes... Who's Cody? I'm sorry. Cole. Cole. I keep calling Cole. Cole. <laughs> like when, like... when Cole and Jessica, yeah. uh, they pick for their new tribes, mm-hmm. who's more excited that they got red? That they picked the same one? Like, is, is Jessica I or Cole? I felt like Jessica was initially, like, more excited. You think so? Yeah, and I feel like she is feeling Cole a little bit more than Cole is feeling her. Um, just, uh, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. And if I get shit for it, I get shit for it. Um, I just feel like because she's an older woman and she's got this younger guy, like, tailing after her. Like, I feel like she just wants to be next to him at all. 
like all the time. I think I think that has changed though after this episode. Yeah, that has things happen in tonight's episode. We'll get to it. And just just for the record, to clear this up because I keep calling Cole Cody. I watched this entire season of Big Brother, and shout out to you, <laughs> Eric, for that. saying that. <laughs> Jessica and Cody took over the whole entire thing, so it's still in my head. I can't get rid of them. I'm sorry, Cole. It's Cole. I won't make that mistake anymore. I knew that's exactly why you were right, saying so, Cody. <laughs> they, they, so, anyways, it's another CBS show, but that was Big Brother. I'm on Survivor. All right, Cole and Jessica. Anyways, um, let's get to the reward challenge because yeah. that's what's up next. And I loved this one because it was called the PBJ Bonanza. Yes. Uh, what a great reward. Uh, I'm a huge PB&J fan. I'm sure you are. Yep. Uh, who's not? Exactly. And then that's you see want... that bread that they won? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. I want to know, how do you like your PB&J? Um, oh, um, I like it with more peanut butter than jelly. Just because I feel like the jelly is a little too sweet. I, no, right? I'm with, I'm Am I the only I, one? Actually, okay, good. I like to put peanut butter on both sides of the bread. Right. And then sandwich it with the jelly in the middle. What kind of jelly are we talking? Grape. Grape? grape? It has to be grape. Okay. I can't do anything else. I'm going to say raspberry. Oh, raspberry. that's a good one. My top one, raspberry. But I, I'll do all sorts of stuff. Let us know what you guys think do you about like, the PB&J. Wait, I just have to ask yeah, this question. Ahead. Do you like it cut down the middle or cut in triangles? I actually triangles. Me too. Triangles. See, the Michael show, Michael Twins, that's what we're going to go yeah, with. Um, right. You know what I found weird about this, though, was that they added the bags of chips in there. I feel like <laughs> just so they could add whatever they added in the bag. Because I was like, peanut butter and jelly and chips? Also, I'm not going to lie. When they said they were getting individual bags of chips, I was sure it was like Lay's or some sponsored thing. I didn't even think it was going to be like just throwing like tortilla chips into a bag, which also when they showed the bags if you guys noticed this i did i'm weird they had like the most grease on the bottom of the bag yeah. what happened there like that, that was weird i get it that they wanted to sneak that little advantage disadvantage thing and chip in there but yeah. anyways um come on survivor it's, it's season 35 so we, we have a bigger budget than in that. in the pb and j bonanza uh our new team mm-hmm. yawa uh wins yeah and it seems like yawa is uh it's together. It's funny because Yawa is the red team, which used to be the hustler team. I feel like there's some good juju in the red team because they just keep winning. They keep and winning. It's That's like right. I don't know. Maybe there's some power in those red buffs because they just like they just keep winning. They do keep winning. I mean, um, I was kind of surprised because I thought that the healers were going to throw it out. Um, we're going to Soku was going to come out with it. Um, I knew John, Joe, Allen, and Ashley weren't going to make it because they were just falling way too far behind. Seriously. Um, which was surprising because Allen was the one throwing the ring to get the sled, and he didn't even hitch it. Well, that wasn't the first time that Allen had struggled. I mean, he might have played in the NFL, but we saw last week he couldn't co- he couldn't cut the coconut. It took him like 30 minutes. Yeah. And he was struggling with the ring, so apparently, just because you played in the NFL, it doesn't necessarily translate. Yeah, no. Okay? Not just to so we know life. that, guys. So, yeah. Uh, Anyways, um, that's pretty much our reward challenge. Let's get to a little bit of the action when we see them getting to know each other at their different tribes. Yes. And let's start with Yawa since they were the winners of the PB&J Bonanza. Mm-hmm. So we get uh, shots of them at tribe. Uh, and this is where we learn about the chips. And yes. while Jessica uh, goes into her bag, she recognizes there's a secret advantage chip in there where she says, funny enough, that she was just staring at her chips for too long. Which She really was, though. It's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> what's in there? She really was. Uh, but no one noticed and no one called it out. Um, and basically, she, she, she wins the advantage, which says to her, she finds out later, that basically you can block one person from voting at tribal, but only the next tribal, yep. which is a theme this season, right? Yeah. That all of these advantages, for the most part, are only good for the upcoming 
challenge. Challenge. Or which, a tribal. An upcoming tribal, which I would like to take a minute and, and ask you. Do you like that idea? Because that seems like that's a theme in this season. I was just going to bring it up because I feel like Survivor always has this really cool way of initial, like It's 35 seasons. What else? And I said this in previous episodes. What else can you do that's new? And I feel like them introducing all of these like secret advantages um, just keeps the, pl- the players on their toes. Like You never know what's going to happen. And point in case, what happened at Tribal, like it was literally the perfect thing that could possibly have happened. Absolutely. And I just, I like their secret adventures. I hope they keep going throughout the season. I agree with that. I think that it's hard to come up with new things when you mm-hmm. get to season 35. But this one, I kind of like also the fact that they're doing uh, these secret advantages, which are only good for the week. And if you don't get to use it, you have to give it to someone else to use so that yeah. it's still in play. It's mixing up potential alliances, potential uh, down the road, um, you know, connections. And it's it's adding another layer to the gameplay where you really think about out like you're outwitting and outplaying. This yeah. is another one uh, a way to utilize that. So I like what they're doing here. So so Jessica gets that. Uh, at the same time, she then shares with Cole, Cole and her, Mike. Well, and Mike. Yeah. Uh, that she has found this advantage. Mm-hmm. That doesn't stay between Jessica, Cole, and Mike for that long. Though. I was actually surprised that she told Cole and Mike together. I thought she was only going to tell Cole. Agreed. But then at the same time, they're on this new tribe. They're both, they're all three of them are healers. Um, so it, it took me a little bit by surprise, but not too much. Um, what did catch me by surprise is that when Cole went and told Ben and then went and told Lauren, I was like, what's, what's happening? And, Why and, was this happening? And how quickly he did that. It wasn't. He it wasn't even like an hour. Yeah, it was just immediately like how quickly he went and just shared that information. Right. And it's 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 kind of odd because he it seemed like he was having something really going yeah. with Jessica. He even mentioned her being a dream girl of his just a couple days ago. I, that's, like in that's, real time, just a couple days. And he would so quickly go and take this dream girl information and in this new tribe and immediately just disperse it like right. it didn't make sense like it's not your it's not yours to tell it's not your place no and he didn't ask Jessica and it didn't seem like he doesn't even know these new people really yet so it interesting I mean, if we think about it in the grand scheme of things, like, yes, she could only use it at the next tribal, and that's only if they went to tribal. So it's not like this huge deal. But the way that he told them, he made it out to be a huge deal, because now they probably think that she still has this kind of advantage over their heads. So it definitely puts a target on their back. Interestingly enough, when Lauren finds this out, she specifically says, it's odd. He told us that she doesn't even necessarily believe him. Right. It's almost as if she thinks he's basically playing her. Yeah. So uh, that's because Lauren is smart, and that's why she's on my fantasy team. <laughs> and that's why you're smart. <laughs> Lauren is uh, definitely smart, also somewhat defensive, mm-hmm. um, just always kind of wondering what's happening. See, Which is good. You always yeah, have to be on your toes. Yeah, on her toes, alert. Uh, that's Yawa. Let's move over to Levu, where Soku. Okay, let's go to Soku yeah. next. Soku. Uh, we see uh, Ryan uh, is now teamed up with Chrissy, mm-hmm. who he's used. Uh, a secret advantage from the week one uh, to give to Chrissy, and yeah. now they're on the same team. So yeah. now we already see how that can come into play, and they have a conversation about that, uh, about being together. I was actually really excited about that because I, I feel like they, Ryan and Chrissy, can make a really good. I don't want to use the word power couple because I'm really tired of that that those that phrase, but I think they can make a good team. Um, she's like on one opposite. She's like a. Uh, a Gen X, he's a millennial, then putting their two heads together. She's very smart. He seems to be a very um, strategic, like, social player. He seems to know a lot about Survivor. I think that they can make a really good team together. And I 
I like that Chrissy said, I'll be able to pay you back. But then she takes it right back and she's like, well, not pay you back, but you know what I mean. Like, she's like, there's no way that I could ever pay back what you did for me, but you, I, I'm on your side. Right. I actually do think that them two together can definitely be powerful because mm-hmm. they both are smart. Yeah. And in kind of in different ways, but the same way also. It's funny to me how Chrissy mentions that maybe Ryan did that because maybe I look like his mother, is oh, what yeah. Chrissy said. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how their uh, alliance, friendship uh, develops together and, and goes down the road. Because I think them two together can go a, a long distance. I agree. Uh, I like Ryan a lot. He mm-hmm. actually seems like he's grown on me quickly. Does seem like a new version of Cochran. Um, to I, me, to you, smart. yeah, oh smart, yeah, no, he's definitely um, a smart. little undersized and in style, but yeah, he, he de- I can see the similarities. So there, there's yeah. there's just a little bit of that yeah. there. So I think what I love about the Chrissy and Ryan alliance the most is that they're breaking the boundaries and they're breaking the rules because I feel like with every other tribe they're sticking to oh we're heroes you're healers we're gonna go against each other like in the uh, the Le- the Levu tribe whereas Chrissy's a hero Ryan's a, a hustler and they're working together so I feel like. That's what you have to do once these tribes switch. You can't keep this old mentality of, no, we came in this as hustlers, and if I have a hustler on my team, I have to align with them. No, you are in a new tribe. You have to drop these titles and go and do your own game. Well, definitely, and I think that that's the way you have to be looking at the game, too, because you have to know that you're going to get another time where you're now, at some point you know you're going to get down to the time where they break three tribes into two tribes. So you have to eventually branch out from your own you know beginnings yeah so that you your game can go further i agree uh, so speaking of the third and final new tribe that would be lavu yeah um and that is comprised as, again of uh, you know ashley desi alan joe and devin and uh immediately we see alan and ashley having a conversation about uh their last chapter yeah. and if they could start a new chapter mm-hmm. Which is what I was just hinting at. Like once you, once you go into this new tribe, you do have to let go of of that old tribe. But at the same time, they're both heroes, and they're still both sticking to that, rather than you know branching out. And they kind of did by trying to persuade Devin, Devin to join them. What I didn't like was that Joe and Desi. Desi wants to stick with Joe just because he's a healer with her. Whereas I'm like, Desi, you have to think Joe is Joe could be a detriment to your game. Like you, you, you need to start branching out. If she would have te- teamed up with Ashley, I would have loved that. That would have been awesome. But that's not what happened because they're both healers. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. You're, and what you're talking about is straight on point. And speaking of Joe, mm-hmm. uh, it's nothing has changed for Joe from the last chapter Did to we the think new chapter. <laughs> no, because he immediately is uh, you know starting trouble. He's goes up to Devin. With uh, this whole kind of complete lie, Dude. Uh, being deceitful, and he thrives on that, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Joe's long for the game. What do you think? I don't think so either. I think that he has a very, very short time in this game. Um, I think there are ways to play this lying, sneaky, manipulative game. Tony did it very well. I don't think that Joe is doing it very well Yeah, it's not when you're out in front, like, boasting your chest and being center of attention and spreading this because eventually you get taken out. Yeah. So uh, that, we're going to have to see how it goes. Let us know what you guys think in the live chat uh, also. Um, Okay, so those are our new three tribes. Uh, And then we move to Immunity tonight yeah oh uh, wait just sorry sorry yeah just yeah. take a step back back to the yawa tribe okay so jessica finds out 
that or Mike goes and tells Jessica that Ben and Lauren know because Lauren went up to Mike and was like hey trying to feel him out do you know about blah 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 and Mike was cool Mike was like oh I'm gonna play it cool that was the first kind of social game that I saw from Mike being Mm -hmm. like oh let me like Make it make it a clear um, decision to lie about not knowing what Jessica told me. So in in reality, he was trying to protect Jessica, but Cole wasn't. And then I love how they're on the the raft, and this whole thing is happening. Mike's telling her, and then Cole tried to lie about, oh no, I didn't tell them. And, and then he says that he told. And then he yeah, then he like backtracked real fast. I told Ben. Yeah. Right? That's which is still a lie because yeah. he told both of them, and yeah. then I, I'm just glad that he told he said something initially because if he had if he hadn't and Jessica would have been like no it was Mike I'd have been pissed I'd have been like now you're blaming Mike for something and Mike was the one who tried to protect you all along I'm glad that Cole was like you know what it was me but it's still stupid that he lied yeah Cole was busted Jessica was sad yeah uh, we're gonna have to see how that develops yeah I uh, think this might be the break in the relationship that's why I had to bring it up it, it, we're gonna find out soon enough yeah. I believe about them yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, we we moved to a y- immunity where again, a familiar winner. Yeah. Um. I mean, what do you think? I guess before we get to Yawa winning the actual immunity challenge, anything unique to you? I or? thought that this was a really. I don't. And guys in the chat, correct me if I'm I'm wrong. I don't know if they've played this immunity challenge before, at least not to my knowledge right now. Um, but this one was complicated. I thought that this one was a hard one. Usually you can like, like in the reward challenge, it was like the upright puzzle and it said heroes versus hustlers versus blah, blah, blah. Um, I was telling Mike I'm really bad with alliteration, heroes, you guys. Hustlers and Thank heroes. you. Yes, that one. Um, but this one was weird because you couldn't have the same color on the same colors like so um sudoku or, or sudoku whatever the hell it's called um i thought this this challenge was really complicated um so i i thought it was going to be closer or yeah i thought it was going to be closer than what it was mm-hmm. so when yawa came out with it i was like oh cool what i did notice with that was that jessica was a standout for me and yawa because she's a good communicator and she was a good communicator on the reward challenge also when she was like kind of yelling at Mike but she takes charge in these puzzle challenges uh-huh. and she did the same thing in this challenge so she's a benefit because she's a smart and she's not afraid to voice her opinion right yeah. um, I picked up on that too I think that she she gives like it's almost like constructive criticism where mm-hmm. she gives you some type of maybe criticism or at least a push but it, she does it in a way that you can accept it and yeah. like work with it not yeah. where it frustrates you it's kind of like okay you know what I mean yeah. Um, but she doesn't stay quiet, too, so it's it's good. Yeah. No, uh, I, I definitely think, you know, and it's sad because as a female player, you can't be too over the top. Otherwise, you'll be considered a bitch. But then you can't be too demure because then people will be like, well, you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's got that really even balance uh-huh. like of being right in the middle, like you said. Um, what did you think of Ashley struggling for Levu? Is it Levu or Levu? I might be saying it I wrong. think it's Levu. Levu? All right, let's just say Levu. But you can say whatever. Whatever. Um, because she had, the hard, she had the hardest time with the keys, and she was the one that really, like, caused them to fall behind. Yeah. And I, I think that, that she's lucky that kind of didn't come up, I think, for her sake. That's why I was surprised that it didn't come up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean... I think I need to see her a little bit more in the challenges to know if that was just a one-time thing, yeah, or it's been a, or or it's like a theme, yeah, really moving forward, yeah. Um, I don't know. That, yeah, that yeah. was just the one thing that stood out to me. Yeah, I, I was like, well, why did they lose? And the only person that I can go to is Ashley because she but took so much time in the keys. No one, no one, uh, really mentioned it no. during their their tribal yeah. or during their conversations before tribal. Yeah. So Yawa wins. Mm-hmm. Um, Soku second. 
sending Lavu to, to tribal. To tribal, yep. Um, um, which I found interesting because then Jessica, we immediately knew she had to give up her secret advantage to somebody on the right. and, and, Levu tribe. And, and just the way that they did it again, I, I said it in the, in the first episode, I wish that they would show us a little bit more on how it all goes down. You yeah. Know? It would be nice if we just, if something. Just, I mean. Even if they just showed us a bird, like a mockingbird or something. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, I was on the same page after the first episode because I was like, that was just like, it magically appeared. But after this one, I see that they're trying to, to get into a, a theme or a, a, a rhythm um, with these secret advantages just popping up. Um, so I'm I'm kind of on board with it now, just being wherever well, it is. Well, it's, it's another suggestion. This is a, a point of the show that I want to ask you guys in the live chat. Let us know any suggestions you think that would improve Survivor during the season, uh, whatever it may be. One yeah. suggestion that I've put out in past uh, seasons, and I'll do again, mm-hmm. like, for example, in tonight's tribal or even sometimes in the reward, it would be nice, I think, if they had, like, a little timer box to tell us uh, how long they've been doing a certain challenge. Because it could be three minutes or maybe they've been doing that for 15 minutes. Give us some type of idea to really help yeah. with understanding of where they're at. Like, if, if they've been out there 20 minutes, okay, maybe they're more tired because you recognize they're 20 minutes into something. Yeah. It's understandable that they'd be more tired. Maybe they're five minutes in and, and they're tired and you're like, why are they so tired quickly? Just some type of, more than just when Jeff is saying, well, it's it's hot out. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like he said, it's a, another hot day in Fiji. Yeah. So, you know, something like that. I want to see, you know, the timer or something. I, I always want to see that. It's it's sort of how I keep saying I want them to show us more about the um, secret advantages yeah. being moved around. Yeah. But I don't know. It's one suggestion that I would like. No, it's a good suggestion. And I feel like they do do that once they do the merge and they're in their single individual challenges. They do do the whole 20 minutes has passed, 30 minutes has passed. But just to piggyback on that, if I could do, make a suggestion with the timer box, I feel like they need to do that with tribal as well. Because these tribals, I'm sure all That's of great. our Super Survivor fans know, these tribals go on for a lot longer than the five minutes that they show. And if they could show us, like, hey, this tribal's been going on for 45 minutes, like, I feel like that would put a different perspective on it to- for us. So agreed. I'm on the same boat with you with the timer box. Because we, we recognize we're watching the show. We recognize they're fitting in three days worth for one episode, let's say. Sometimes more, sometimes less. But yeah. if they can give us that, it gives us a little bit more understanding of, yeah, they're at tribal for an hour, yeah. two hours, or or this was a 10-minute tribal. So you have a better idea to grasp really what's happening. And I think... Um, Share with, share with us what you guys think about our suggestions and then add to, to that what you guys suggest and maybe we'll get CBS uh, to help us right. out here. Well, right? I just need to shout out Thomas McGee really quick because he had a cool little um, idea. Force two players of your choosing to compete in an instant fire-making challenge. I feel like that's a good idea to an extent, Thomas, but I feel like they, they reserve the fire-making to when it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, like, it's like, like super like serious. Fire-making is like, you, like, like Jess says, when you get fired, that represents your life. So when you have these two fire-making challenges if they're just throwing these fire making challenges around willy-nilly it's like it the fire symbolism loses its is it loses its intensity you know what i mean yeah so i think it's a good idea to an extent you know what i just also want to add yeah uh, that i another suggestion i'm going to throw out and tell me what you guys think similar to like i've been calling cole cody from big brother and you can watch <laughs> extra big brother on yeah. the cams yeah uh we should have the cams of the tribes mm-hmm. when this show is not on. So if you wanted, maybe you could see more in-depth back behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, no, like I the agree. the same way that CBS does for Big Brother. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they don't do that yet. They have yeah, Ponderosa has been really, really... Um, after, right? Yeah, the, after they get eliminated they, and going to the, the house go. and stuff like that, they've been pretty... Po- the fans have reacted really positively to that. So I'm sure they would react to a Survivor it's, After Dark It's reality challenge. TV. I'm sure yeah. you guys want more <laughs> TV, right? So, uh, yeah, shout-out to Thomas. Uh, thank you, Joseph and Eric. And shout-out to Eric. 
Eric, it's his birthday coming up, and uh, I want him to know uh, we wish him a very happy birthday. Um, all right, so that is uh, that's immunity. They're uh, they're they're going to go to tribal. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we're we're looking at a Levu. Um, Joe and Alan to me seem like they're both. They're they're gonna have conflict because they're very similar in that they kind of want to be the alpha. Yeah, it seems like, but they're kind of in my eyes fake alphas totally. because they don't really deserve to be alphas. They kind of no. like pretend like they're the alpha, but they're not actually like they're not really alphas. Yeah, in the sense that they don't have all the chops to be the alpha. Yeah, and I feel like that comes from what they do for a living. Alan was a former NFL player. You have to have this huge ego to be an NFL player. Mm-hmm. At least. That is what I've experienced with NFL players. Um, and Joe is a probation officer, so he has to act like a badass in front of all of these, you know, people that he deals with on a daily basis. So I understand why they both think that they're alphas, but I, I just, I don't feel it at all. Like, I feel like an alpha is somebody who, who listens, who can, you know, divvy up responsibility and figure out what needs to be done at specific times and it's not losing their cool. Like and a, these two lose their cool, like, all the time. Uh, an alpha is like a real leader. Yeah. And, and these days we got a lot of fake leaders going around. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, Joe, he was tonight called a car salesman, hmm. which uh, he seems like he'd be a good car, sale, car salesman, he was right? Called, he was called a lot of things. He was called a car salesman. He was called a snake. Yeah, he was he's called, called a lot of a things. A lot of things. <laughs> so he's got a lot of things going for him as far as nicknames. Um, <laughs> interesting how Devin uh, was able to, to decipher that about yeah. Joe quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just in the tribe, and he quickly thinks that he's already feeling that vibe from Joe. So Devin is the swing vote. Yeah. Devin has this advantage, the secret advantage that he gets. Yeah. Right before they're heading off the tribal, he's super excited about that, right? Yes. I was a little confused, though, because I thought that that was an actual advantage. I didn't completely understand. I don't know if that's how you guys felt in the chat or people watching as well, but I thought that... she was giving him the secret advantage so that he can block somebody, not that he was blocked. Well, you know what I'm saying? I think that they did that on purpose because I thought that he got the the advantage to be a secret advantage. Right. That's how they sold it to us. But oh. I think it was a bait and switch in the sense that they played us. And it was good. It was good by Survivor and CBS, I thought, because it made it seem like yeah. he was the lucky winner. So he's headed off to Tribal. Yeah. And he's feeling good. Like, yeah. Oh, man, I got this vote. Like, I'm going to be able to use this secret advantage thing. I, I mean, let's see. Yeah. And uh, well, before sorry to interrupt you, no, but before go. we even go to Tribal, I need to talk about this Joe and Allen blow up. Yeah. At Tribal, it. because we see this sometimes. But we don't see it very often where they have these blow-ups about what's going to happen at Tribal, and we don't necessarily exactly know what is going to happen at Tribal because we, we see they don't show us all the conversations that happened before Tribal. But in this case, they did. And Alan was like, well, I'm not voting for Ashley. And Joe's like, well, I'm not voting for Desi. So here we are. Like, we knew who was voting who. Like, what, going into this Tribal, we knew who was going to be voting for who. We even knew who Devin was going to be voting for. That's why I was, like, pissed at first that he got this secret advantage because i thought it was an actual advantage because yeah. i was like well he's obviously gonna block desi or joe that's that was my initial thoughts well the last thing before we get to tribal was i really enjoyed how desi when she was with talking to joe about it she basically just threw it to joe like look you should play your idol for me then oh, i'm she glad just, you brought that up she just went she went right for the 100 kill shot and She's, like yeah. if you really mean what you just messed up well play your idol for me uh, and obviously he wasn't going to do that that was such a boss move that was a boss that move. was a that boss was a strong move, move by i was really really happy like they haven't been showing her a lot and somebody said it earlier in the chat i forgot who it was forgive me um but they said that because desi was being so was being shown so much in this episode they thought it would be might be foreshadowing that she would be going home yeah um that was another thing that i had to give credit to um for survivor because i always bitch about them about you know foreshadowing who's gonna go home so you know who's gonna go home and in this episode i literally until tribal had no idea 
which I thought was cool. Agreed. So we're headed to tribal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin is feeling himself because he thinks he's going with the secret advantage. <laughs> so they get to tribal, uh, and Joel has his idol. Yep. Joel has his idol. Um, oh, that's another thing. Sorry, I didn't, yeah. that I didn't bring up. Cole knew about Joe's idol, and now that they got separated, I'm wondering if. Cole, who likes to tell everybody's secrets, is going to tell his whole new tribe that Joe actually has an idol, but now he can't even because Joe played his idol. Also, it'll be interesting to see if Cole will remember that. Yeah. Or if he's... You would think he would, but he may be the type that forgets quickly on I don't know. I think, he, I think he will remember it. And, and it'll be interesting to see if he starts to tell people about that, if that even comes into play. That well, might just be... Well, if he doesn't remember, Jessica will remember it because Jessica... He told Jessica, so she'll, she'll know. So the tribal plays out with a lot of, uh, you know, he said, she said, yep. Alan versus Joe, mm-hmm. um, Devin in the middle, Devin in the middle, and uh, and then uh, right before they're gonna, you know, vote, mm-hmm. uh, that's when Devin reveals that he has the secret advantage, yes, and uh, which basically says that you should open this right before you go to vote, um, and then read it out to everyone. At which point. Uh, he does that and finds out that he is actually uh, not allowed to vote in tonight's tribal, which was the surprise uh, to everybody. Um, and so I thought that that was awesome, actually, because that was totally unexpected. Yeah. Like, that was completely the opposite of what I expected. So I think from a from a reality standpoint and show standpoint, I, I appreciated that. Yeah, that's why I love these secret advantages, because you don't know what's going to happen, and they do twists like this that you're like, oh so my god. He really had the secret disadvantage, and he thought, though, he had the advantage. So it's like he, his emotions went from, like, running high to running real low real quick. Did you see Joe's face when he, like, said it was a secret advantage? Joe was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, too. Like, I don't even like Joe like that, but I was just worried for Desi. Because yeah. I was like, Desi I, Desi, I really, really am attached to Desi after this episode. Because like after that boss move that she played, I was like, okay, I'm starting to really like her. Um, but I thought that they were going to target, like they said throughout the tribal, that to hurt Joe, they were going to hit Desi. And that's what I thought was going to happen. So as soon as he was like, I have an advantage, I was like, that's it. Desi's going home. Yeah. And I, I thought that actually it wasn't Desi. I thought it was going to be Ashley because Joe plays his idol. Mm-hmm. So then we have two votes for Joe. They're thrown out. Mm-hmm. And then we have two other votes, which end up going to Alan. At that point, before we see that, I thought they were going go to go to Ashley. I thought mm-hmm. Ashley was going home. I was wrong. Uh, Alan goes home. He gets played. I mean, he really couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I... unless they had they went after Desi and not Joe. But, I mean. See, I thought that it was going to be a little different. I thought with the secret advantage, I thought that he was going to block Joe's vote. So then it would have been Alan and Ashley voting for Desi, only Desi voting for Alan or Ashley. Um, so I th- I, that's why I thought Desi was going to go home because well, I thought that Joe's vote was going to be blocked. <laughs> De- Desi stays. Yeah. The tribe is down to four. Yeah. It'll be interesting now to see how the Joe and Desi relationship plays out. Is she totally off of Joe because he doesn't have his idol now and he didn't play the idol for her. Yeah. Which which if she looks at it in hindsight though, he made the right decision. Uh-huh. And he says it during tribal. As soon as I guess something happened during tribal council, he saw the, a look on Ashley's face and yeah. he knew that he had to play it for himself, which is smart. I don't like Joe. I don't like giving him credit. But hey, I have to give credit where credit is due. And if he saw something and he saw it and he went with his gut and he played his idol for himself and it worked out, good for him. Um I think one of my favorite quotes during Tribal today was um, when Alan um, and Joe were having like this little tete-a-tete, if you will. And Joe says that you can never penetrate the heroes. And then Alan fired back with, well, you know, the healers are undefeated and there's six of them. 
you know, we should start taking them out now. I was like, that's actually really smart. Alan's pretty smart. Um, and then Alan obviously goes <laughs> then, home. Alan's so that was very short lived. <laughs> that's correct. All right. Uh, before we get to uh, final predictions, yeah. a couple questions for yeah. not only you, but you guys in the chat. Um, three favorites right now. Oh, Desi, especially after this episode. Okay. Um, Chrissy, even though she's not on my team, and Ryan, who is still on my team. So I'm going to go Chrissy, Ryan, and JP. Why JP, though? He wasn't even prominent in this episode. No, I, I just... You just like him? I, I do. I think okay. that I think he's got the complete package uh, okay. in the game, and I'm excited to see how he does, especially now that he doesn't have anyone kind of making up stuff about him in a secret alliance. Or, yeah. Um, I just think he's a good competitor across the board, uh, is what I'm sensing. But we'll have to see more of that. Um Cole, Jessica, better together or better apart? Apart. Especially after this episode, and I think Jessica will see it too because he's too – he's got a big mouth. I can't I, – I don't know how else to put it. Like I understand why he did what he did, but I don't agree with it at all. He's 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 going to cause problems between Jessica and himself, and I feel like Jessica sees it. She's going to start distancing herself from him. And it would have been easier if they were on two separate tribes, but they're not. They're on the same tribe. Yeah. What do you, What do you – do you like them together? I don't like them together, but I'm always intrigued by couples okay. on the shows. I'm not particularly fond of this one. I, I don't sense that it really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and it seems weird that he wanted that he was calling her a dream girl and then spewing off information so quickly. Uh, but he's, I can't tell. I can't tell who's more innocent, Cole or Jessica. He's got it. I feel like innocence comes with naivete, and mm-hmm. I feel like he's just so naive, and that's why he keeps well, doing that, these stupid. And that's things. why I'm wondering who's more innocent, though. I, that's why I can't, I can't figure it out. Which is which is kind of wild. She's based thirty on, years old. She can't be that pretty, innocent. She's pretty innocent. She told us her story. I know, and I understand her story. But just because you're a virgin does not mean that you don't know life. I, I agree. I'm not, I'm not equating innocence with not knowing life. Uh, <laughs> I promise you on that. Um, last but not least, uh, I've already said I really yeah. like uh, the the idea of the, the kind of one week or each tribal or each advantage being only good for that next mm-hmm. tribal. Uh, you're like on that? I do agree. And I think a lot of people in our chat agree with the, with that as well. Um, I feel like when they – when players have these advantages that that are spanned over you could only use it you could use it when you're in the top seven or you could use it um at any tribal that you want i feel like that's too much power to give a player and and it it becomes i don't want to say predictable but that's kind of where i'm leaning um because you know that they have this in their pocket and they can use it whenever they want i feel like that's unfair i feel like if you're gonna play survivor you have to you know stay on your toes and I feel like this this using advantages right at the next tribal or passing it on to somebody A um, forces them to stay on their toes and B creates like we saw with Chrissy and Ryan creates relationships without even having to be on the same tribe as this person which I think is really cool mm-hmm. like you get like to the merge and um, what's her face um, or not even like relationships in a good way it could be relationships in a bad way because you know Jessica had this secret advantage she gave it to Devin and now when they get to the merge if they both get to the merge Devin's gonna be like who the hell gave me that damn advantage and Jessica's gonna That's be like true. sorry and he's gonna be like now you're my target like that I think it's really cool yeah I'm, I'm all in on that alright anything else before we do predictions um no I think we did a really good breakdown of this episode right, so we're running a two man game here <laughs> the Mike, Mike show alright let's uh let's get to the predictions and you uh you tell me what you think is gonna happen predictions and now you're after Buzz TV predictions ooh 
So? Well, my some of my predictions, based on the preview, um, Rourke apparently wants to do an all-girl alliance. Um, I don't know how that's going to fare because I know... Based on past seasons, when when a tribe member tries to do an all boy alliance or an all girl alliance, it usually ends up failing. Um, so I don't think that that's going to be very successful. Devin and Ashley's relationship, I feel like, is going to um, um, expand because I feel like Devin trusts Ashley more than he does Desi and Joe, which really really sucks because I want jo- I want Desi to to understand that she needs to drop the titles and understand Joe's not good for her game, and then maybe go with. Desi, and, I mean Devin and Ashley, and hopefully vote out Joe because I really don't like him. Um, I feel like the players this episode were really shocked that Patrick went home, and I feel like once they see that Alan was the one sent home, another physical threat in the game, um, which we see, which we've seen on a lot of past seasons of Survivors, the physical threats go home really early. Um, that's why I'm a little worried about JP. Well. Yeah. Yep. So that's, I mean, when they see that Alan's gone, I feel like everybody who's a physical threat needs to start, I don't know, playing a better social game or, or something because I feel like they're all in danger. I think that's the key, though. What? Is the social game part. Yeah. But I don't want to, yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Is that no, you, no, no, that's, what, what do you, what do you well, think? Well, I want to piggyback on what yeah. you said. So uh, starting with the, the Devin, uh, Ashley uh, kind of uh, tandem tag mm-hmm. team, that will be interesting to see develop. But I think that, I think they're going to be able to get Desi on their side, and I think they're going to be able to eliminate Joe mm-hmm. uh, as soon as possible. Yeah. Furthering the comment about um, the physical uh, players being taken out early, yeah. I think what you see with the physical players that get taken out early is they have some other component that's really messed up. And yeah. with Patrick, we saw that he was kind of clueless yeah. as far as understanding that his other team was part of it and that how to be a team member. Um, I think we see with Alan, he stirred up trouble. He couldn't just be physical, but he had to do other things and show himself, uh, be the macho guy. I think with JP, uh, I think there is some smarts there. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the all-girl alliance, it was funny because right when he found out that they wanted an all-girl alliance, his first remark was, she's got to go. And so uh, not that that I'm saying that that's the right way immediately, but it shows that he's thinking about the game in another level and that just isn't good. And it seems like he has a plan. Um, I also liked seeing how in JP in the chat, when he was with the two uh, pulling kind of like the tug of rope almost yeah. like and he was like all right we're gonna do it all in unison yeah one two three pull one yeah. two three pull even though he's the strongest um, so that's why I'm confident in JP we'll see how that goes because it is if you're a physical player especially at the start you're a threat but I think when you're a physical player and you know your role and you don't cost too much hay yeah. at the start you can kind of get through yeah um, we'll see but opposite to that we look at Cole and Cole's I don't feel I feel like Cole is not that smart and he but he is a, he would be considered a physical threat so I feel like Cole might be on his way out too, well, especially, especially if he keeps if he telling keeps information from everybody. Because if he could do it to Jessica, he could do, do it to everybody else. And just really quick, in terms of Alan, I know that we gave him a lot of crap um, in the four episodes that he was on, but I do have to give him uh, a little bit of credit on his go out. He said, you know, he doesn't have any hard feelings toward them. He said that they played a really good game. So I thought it was a really good go out for him. I feel like Joe was really um, braggadocious about it, whereas Alan was actually very... Um, in his final remarks, yeah, yeah, he was he held his so own. They, they got so, him, yeah. I like that about Alan. Yeah, good for um, him. And with that said, that's going to wrap up the episode for recap. Tell them where they can find you, guys. I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. It's been awesome doing this show with you, Mike. Oh, it's been a blast. My <laughs> name is Michael Rip. You can find me on social media at Mike Rips. Shout out to the engineer Stephen. You killed it tonight. It was a tag team, the Mike <laughs> and Mike show. We we'll see you next week when the girls are back. <laughs> Thanks everybody in the chat. <laughs>
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.